Hey everyone, it's Devonna from Consulting Documents and Management Services. I had a very interesting week last week, to say the least. Uh, I was recently diagnosed with hyperthyroidism and I've been taking medicine and just recently had to quit taking that medicine to have a scan uptake done. So I had the nuclear medicine exam done and upon starting my medicine again, I had a thyroid storm. It's nothing like what it sounds like. <laughs> Google it, and I'm going to tell you every single bit of it is correct, minus the mortality. Um, it was serious. I do not remember anything. I had no money when I came to it, and my wallet was missing. I was completely, my my whole, the, the prior 12 hours to that moment when I woke up and realized, I don't know what's going on. Um, my house even seemed unfamiliar, believe it or not. But I started trying to trace back everything that happened and trying to just go over in my head, how it happened, what happened, when it happened. Where did my money go? You know, over a thousand dollars we're talking about. And this one particular person, excuse me, two particular people kept coming into my mind. Um, some elder woman and a gentleman that I know. And for some reason, between the two of them and me thinking that I hid my money in my house, not sure exactly which one of the three it is, but the lady, I don't know, so I can't really question and pursue anything with her. The gentleman, I asked questions, and he kind of was a little defensive, understandably, but given the circumstances, I would think he wouldn't have been so defensive. And not only that, when I came to it and found my phone seven hours later, um, he had not called me or messaged me, which I found odd because on any given day, if I do not message, call, or respond to this man within an hour Within 20 minutes, he's upset. So for it to be a whole 24 hours and nothing from this man, it's a little mind-boggling. And then the stories that he kept giving me were inconsistent. Like he tried to say that I was going, I was kind of aggressive and I was yelling and he was trying to stop me from getting 86 out of the location. And, you know, he was just trying to help me. And he said next to me, he played some games with me. And, you know, I was tripping. So he said, let me get you some water. He came back and, you know, he doesn't know. I just left. He doesn't know where I went. And then it was like, oh, well, I just came by to see what was going on. You kind of had an attitude. So I just walked away. And then, you know, I came back to check on you and see how you're doing. And, you know, you were still tripping. So I went to get you some water and I came back. And then it went to, look, I was just trying to help you. I don't know. You gave me some money. You gave me $200. You know, that's all you gave me. You didn't give me anything else. I don't know what you're trying to say. And I was just like, all I, the only thing I'm trying to say is if you noticed I was acting a little different, a little strange, why would you not say, hey, you know, you're okay? Or let me pull you to the side and take you home. Or, you know, I drove home like that. And that's what's crazy to me. I drove home, not even knowing how I got home without my vehicle, <clears throat> excuse me, without my cell phone, without anything. <clears throat> excuse me, without my sanity, you know, I had to literally go back. I'm like, I got into my car, I had gas. I'm like, whoa, how did I get gas? Let me start tracing my steps. Went to the nearest gas station. He's like, yes, I seen you. Yes, I seen you with your wallet. Yes, I seen you with your phone. So that led me to believe my phone, my wallet and 
keys. When I woke up, I couldn't find my keys and wallet. <clears throat> so when I started tracing my steps, I said, okay, gas station. He's like, no, you have those things with you. And I wasn't sure if he's 100% being honest because he has been known to be deceptive. So I went to my friend's house and her mother's like, yeah, didn't see your wallet. You said you're going to go to your car. You never came back. And I was just like, okay, so between the store, her house and my house, the wallet gets lost. So I really try to go over my mind where or when I lost my wallet. And a gentleman that gave me a ride home, which is my friend's uncle, was like, no, you had it when you went to your house. So now I'm like, I really am confused because I'm like, did he take it? Where's it at? Small to somebody else, my, huge to me because my IDs, my debit cards, I mean, the money <laughs> beyond all things. Okay. So I find my purse seven hours after that. No money. When I tell you distraught, my kids have school coming up. My son's birthday's coming up. I mean, for crying out loud, it was over $8,000 we're talking about. So I call the gentleman again, like, hey, you know, I mean, I just wanted to know. I needed some resolution. We had a conversation. I told him, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed because I don't know how I was acting. I don't know what was going on. I don't even understand. And he tried to say, well, no, you were good. You weren't tripping or nothing. I just, you know, the security guard said she was keeping an eye on you because you seemed a little drunk, which to me completely threw off his story where he said that. I was aggressive and I was about to get put out and he had to stop me from getting 86 out. So long story short, not even long story short, long story longer. <laughs> um, I went to my homegirl's house yesterday and we're talking and I'm telling her how, I don't know if I hid my money for myself, but there was no reason for me to pull the money off my debit card. So if I did that, I had to have hid my money. If I got to the store and I had no money, I had to have hid my money. I mean, that's all I can think. And that's, I'm praying to God that I did. But I've looked in every obvious spot, you guys. Every obvious spot. <sighs> anyway, so I'm like wondering, you know, in, in, in retrospect, like to my homegirl, like, did this guy just like, you know, what happened? She's like, did he roofie you? Like men do that these days. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think he would do that. Nothing like that. But when I think about it, I just think that it was my thyroid storm. And I, and I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. And she told me to go to the casino, tell me you got roofied, tell him to run the cameras back. But I just cannot. Like, I just cannot. I'm embarrassed. Like, I am truly embarrassed. And I just want to know, do I just let it go and just move forward? Because that's what I want to do. My every intention is just to be like, let it go. Because, oh, and then when I call the guy and I tell him, like, I'm going to watch the cameras. The guy, dead silent for hours. So I hit him up again, like, so what's up? So shake my head, so what's up? And he's like, real aggressive, calls me, and he's like, what do you mean? What's going on? What are you trying to say? Can you quit being around the bush? Didn't I tell you I can't stand that? Then I'm like, whoa, do you have to yell? Yes, because I told you, I'm like, well, click, I just hung up on him. Because I just did not want to hear the crap. Like, I don't want to hear your shenanigans which is basically what you're feeding me. So I am very aware that there may be more to it and I may not ever know. And I possibly, and, and, and I could possibly find out easily, but I'm scared to know. 
Does that make sense? Like, I'm scared to know if this man did something foul. Because, I mean, I went from okay to just left. And I really want to say it was just my medicine. But then it's like, why would you take that money from me knowing that I'm not in a good space? Why would you not call me and make sure I'm okay? Make sure I got made it home. Just check on me. I mean, that is something that he typically would do. Call me like crazy. Call me like crazy. And it did not happen. And I just feel like there may be more that he's not telling. And maybe it's not necessarily what I'm thinking. But it just I cannot make any sense of it. Please, people, elaborate. I mean, I'm telling you, I went to the casino. I got there about 2 o'clock. And it looks like it's 6 or 7. I still was there. And I think around 3.34, I was supposed to be leaving. He even texted me and told me he'd be there around 4. And he said he didn't get there until 5.36, which is kind of contradicts what my, it kind of contradicts my timeline because I spoke to my mother around 5.17. So either you sat there between 5 and 5.17, mind you, I had to drive to my location and get, go to the store. So we figure between that time, 5 o'clock and 5.17, you're saying that you sat down next to me, we've, we played the machine, I gave you money, you said you see me go to the ATM several times, I didn't get any money out, you've seen all of these things occur, and you went and got somebody to clean up the mess because I'm spilling drinks and I'm aggressive, right? All of that in 17 minutes, five minutes off, 12 minutes, and then he said, I didn't know where my car was, but he said that he didn't know that he didn't know if I drove or not, that I, I didn't even know where my car was at. I don't even know if you drove. Or my, it was just like so many things that was not making sense to me. And it, it was like really, he was everywhere. And I just don't know what to say to him. I don't know how to respond to him. I don't know what to think. But I do think that he's definitely sneaky. Definitely there's more than he's letting on. And, and I just can't figure out what it is. But I just don't want to think. I mean, I would think that he has too much to lose. Like, you know, it wouldn't be worth it for him. I'm around there. Everybody sees me. I'm a, I'm a regular. I'm a familiar face. But I just, for the life of me, either he has really bad He's a really, uh, I, don't, I don't even know, like, he's really, either he's very selfish, inconsiderate, and just a complete dog for letting me walk out of there, or just not even trying to see if I'm, if I'm okay, for just letting me leave that place, and not knowing whether I drove or not, and knowing how I got to where I was going, or anything. And you don't call me, I don't hear from you till I call you, that bothers me. And I just, it's just, you know, he's first he's trying to say, oh, I was right there. I was sitting next to you. You know, you were good. And then it's like, oh, I, I walked, I was walking around doing my own thing. I just kept coming back and checking on you. It's like, which one was it? It's like, if he wasn't so inconsistent, I could believe him. But because his stories are not adding up, it's just like, and then he's defensive. And then he doesn't want to call me or respond to my messages. And when he does, it's like major attitude as if, I don't know. It was like he was nervous about what I was going to find out. And he immediately was like going crazy. Like, call me, call me basically, you know? And I'm like, I don't want to call you. Answer your phone. I don't want to answer the phone. 
and and I just didn't want to because I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why you're not calling me or responding or why you have not called me knowing that you always do all day. Yeah, so that kind of put a little wedge in our relationship, our friendship or whatever it may be, but more so on him. Like I'm definitely noticing that he's distant, but I definitely don't care because it's like, I'm a woman and I need answers. I'm sorry, but I just don't understand if you did something, if you just let something happen and then we're not, we're, we weren't gentlemen enough to say, hey, something's wrong with her. You guys, something's wrong with her. Let's sit her down and make sure, make sure she's okay. Call the ambulance, call the paramedics. I mean, anything. I, I, I have kids and he just let me leave like that. I just don't, for the life of me, I just cannot understand it. And I'm definitely trying to run everything back and give him the benefit of the doubt. And then the lady, I don't really trust either because I don't know her, but more so him. Because it was like, why did I give you money? Why did you take the money? You said you're coming to the casino way before, I mean, way before all of that. But since you've seen I won, it was like, ooh, let me go. And what was it? Because once I said, I, I told you where I was at. You had no plans on going there. You said, was I still there? I said, yes. And you came and I was like, ugh. When I seen the message, I was like, why? So I just understand. I don't understand where it went left. I don't understand where I just, it was like, out of nowhere, I just lost it. Usually things, I thought I thought with my thyroid, I guess it was getting a little bad like over the days, but I just thought that it was, I was okay. Like I took my medicine and I left. And I tell you guys, when I came back, I cried. I cried for days because I cannot live like that. I cannot live knowing that from time to time I might have these episodes where I don't remember nothing. And I mean like an episode that's like a whole day. Like I don't remember pumping my gas. I don't remember reaching in my billfold and giving anybody money. I ordered $65 worth of Chinese food and left it all. I had every intention on leaving and giving my mom some money. Did I just won? I didn't even do that. And I have to pray that I came home. Like, that's all I can think is that I came home. And I went back. Yeah, maybe that's my way of just making. I 
somebody I had to talk about my niece here, you guys. And I'm gonna look and continue to look because I just pray to God it's here. But the other part of me is like it's not here. But I just want to say I took that money out. And I was like, let me hide it, you know? But I don't know. It's just a bad position to be in, to not remember nothing like that. And then to call my mom and she's like, okay, well, uh, uh, okay. I was waiting for you to send the money. I remember I had a friend like that. And she said that someone took, or she, someone took her purse. But I think someone, she's lying. She spent it all. It's like. Okay, lady, I just had all that money. There's no way with a clear conscience and a sound mind I would have ever gave all that money up and put it all back into the machine. There's just no way. And that hurts, like, it's gone. And I mean, not even a... You would think, you know, he'd like, hey, yeah, you can, um, you want to borrow some money? You know, I get paid this day. You can borrow some money. No, nothing. I mean, he's not, I don't, I don't expect him to, but I would think, you know, given the circumstances, the nature of everything, my kids having to start school, I mean, just everything, it wouldn't be an issue. But everybody's not nice and decent and good people and we have to remember that and it's sad and it's hard to think that people will do stuff like that but they do they will and look you in your face and be like no that's not how it happened and if it isn't, or if it is, this is how it happened. And let me explain it to you the way I would have told it to you. And if you ask me again, I'll have another story and another one and another one until you get tired of asking. And when you insinuate something, right or wrong, I'm going to get offended because that's what I do. I'm a narcissist type shit. Excuse me. I'm not, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on here, but yes, that's what happens. So for my first episode, uh, hit you with all my crazy saga, my story, my life. My hyper, hypo and hyperthyroidism issues, because yes, they do go back and forth for me. And just the whole process of it all and how my body feels and how my moods are and just family craziness, friend craziness, foes, you know, people who just, everybody in my life and how they intercept. But I would like to leave this podcast in a good in, with good words and a good experience or a good experience or something positive. I received two new clients for consulting documents and business. I'm sorry, consulting documents and management services. So that's exciting. Two new customers, which equals about $6,000 more into my pocket. And I'm excited. Hopefully my services are well enough for them to tell all their friends and me to be able to receive way more clients. So if you are looking for any consulting document preparation or management services for your company, please do reach out to us. dchuff15 at gmail.com is where I can be reached. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next podcast, enjoy. Thank you for coming to the first podcast. I will listen or hear you soon. You will hear me soon and I will see you soon or I won't see you. But long story short, stay safe, stay blessed, stay positive. And when something doesn't seem right, talk about it. That's what this show is about. This show is about talking about it. And hopefully we can get him on the next podcast because I need to know. So until then, it continues.